we were almost late to the party. The reasons were a combination of congested traffic when we got off the freeway, and especially my wife, Helen, who took her lengthy, sweet time deciding what outfit to wear. The whole time I was waiting for her downstairs, tapping my feet impatiently while she hollered from upstairs saying she was almost done. I did my best to starve my patience as she finally came downstairs, kissed me, and thanked me for being cool about waiting. Like I had any other choice, I thought, after turning off the living room lights and shutting the door behind us. It was a Saturday, and we were heading to my company's quarterly summer party. A Shing Ding the big boss loved to throw annually to announce to the board members how prosperous the company's earnings were doing. It was a reason to splurge, and what better way to carry that out than regal to the senior and associate executives, of whom I was included, that things were going on the right track. After all, as long as the company's stock prices were climbing, it's assumed that the board of directors were happy, and thus we ought to be happy, too. The party was happening in the company's main headquarters building. It was a resplendent event, the top brass had gone all out to make it big this year. There were cars everywhere and it took a while for me to find my designated parking slot. I offed the engine and then came around to open the door for Helen. That was when I got my first surprise of the night. Helen was bare underneath her outfit. Helen, what the hell? I exclaimed. What, darling? You're not. You aren't wearing any panties. Of course not, silly, she laughed after I shut the door and then adjusted her dress, which was tight on her and stopped halfway across her thighs. All she had to do was bend down to touch her toes and her womanhood would be completely exposed, except she acted like it was no big deal. How do I look? You look radiant, I said. But for fuck's sake, why didn't you bother about wearing any panties? Oh, Terry, you ought to know I despise wearing those things, they always seem to get in the way. Anyway, we're here now, aren't we? Are we gonna go inside? Or do you want us standing here bitching about me not wearing any panties all night? I groaned and then linked her arm with mine, and together, we strolled towards the building. Just try not to embarrass me, will you? Of course, I won't, darling, she said and adjusted my bow tie. You look dashing in your suit tonight. Thanks, I smiled and kissed her cheek. We made it into the building's majestic atrium and handed over our jackets to two ladies before continuing our walk into the main room where the festivities were happening. The party was in full progress. I exchanged handshakes, waves, and embraces with several friends and buddies I recognized, including others I knew. Helen looked glamorous beside me. She had attended plenty of parties and social events like this with me before and knew how to smile and wave like we were attending a celebrity convention. A server appeared before us with a tray laden with glasses filled with champagne. I offered one to Helen, and we sipped our drinks while establishing our presence with others there. At some point, several of my buddies pulled me away from her for a random tete-a-tete -tete regarding what we expected for our quarterly pay package. Now and then, I would turn to look towards where I'd last left Helen, but the crowd began to overwhelm my sight. I finally broke away from the group and went to the last place I'd left her beside the bar, but she wasn't there. 
I even asked one of the trio of bartenders dishing out drinks, who shook his head before returning to his work. The ambient music in the room gradually dimmed, as did the overhead lights, as the evening festivities began. Someone began making an announcement and even called out for my black boss, Obadiah Wallach, but he seemed missing. That was very unusual since he was the CEO, it was his company, and he was supposed to be front and center to give the party commencement speech. I scored through the crowded room, looking for Helen with no luck. When that wasn't enough, I went looking in several of the adjoining offices. Then I saw someone resembling her entering an elevator with someone I barely recognized. The door slid shut before I could approach. I watched the elevator numbers to see where they stopped. It went all the way to the top floor. The fuck was she going? I wondered and pressed the button for the doors to open for me. I entered, pressed the top floor, and rode it all the way, feeling agitated and upset that I had left her to herself and she had decided to go exploring the office building with whoever. The elevator deposited me at the top floor and I stepped out into the corridor and began investigating the quiet, empty offices. My search led me to Obadiah Wallace's office, his secretary's door stood halfway open, which was all the evidence I needed to know it was him that took Helen. That got me scared, knowing what was likely going on inside his office and knowing he was the only man in the building who would pull such a diabolic stunt and get away with it unscathed. He could get away with claiming any of the associates' wives for himself, and the women would gladly go with him. His sexual prowess and insatiable appetite were legendary, and hardly anyone could dare challenge him in that arena, he could possibly get away with murder for all I cared. I approached the door and heard the distinct noise of sex occurring beyond his secretary's office. I went and peeked inside his sanctum and saw for myself what was happening inside. Helen was on her knees, deep-throating Obadiah, who towered over her like a monolith with his arms akimbo and his back aimed towards me. The door creaked slightly, and I cursed my clumsiness for it, but it was too late as Helen was the first to sight me across the room before my boss turned towards my direction. Who the fuck's there? Obadiah barked. It's me, sir, I stammered as I left my hiding position to present myself. It's Terry Foxworth from marketing. I came looking for my wife, Helen. Hi, darling, Helen waved at me before resuming her cocksucking duty like I'd barely interrupted her fun. Well, you found her, white boy, Obadiah said. Get your ass over here, take a seat and enjoy the show. I need to bust a nut in your bitch before I return downstairs to catch the rest of the party. Sir, I heard them calling your name downstairs. Fuck him. They can wait, this pussy ain't, he laughed. I settled down on a chair and watched my wife smile and make gurgling noise while attempting to choke on his girth. Helen had cheated on me before, but never had she been this blatant. I could almost forgive her, knowing it was my boss and not someone else whom I could probably overpower. Obadiah's pants and briefs lay bunched around his ankles. His shirt was open while his tuxedo jacket lay on his desk. He pulled Helen to her feet, turned her around and bent her over. Helen's dress lifted abruptly over her rump, Obadiah whistled upon seeing her bare bottom. No panties, eh? Seems like he knew what was coming tonight. 
Helen chuckled and waited intensely as Obadiah worked his prick between her ass cheeks. They grunted simultaneously, and then Obadiah grabbed her by her hips and thrust further into her, nearly making her tumble on the center table. She adjusted herself by placing her knee on the table and grabbing onto the edge as Obadiah grunted and jerked his hips. I had a front row view of his girth invading my wife's cunt. His size was amazing, how he fitted inside Helen was stunning to behold. Helen's face curled into a mask of lust of pain, and her mouth issued a yearning moan as Obadiah continued feeding her cunt. His pace increased gradually, breathing heavily while grabbing my wife by her waist. He pounded her harder and harder like he wanted to rip her cunt in half. Helen's moans turned to full-fledged cries, and her arm muscles grew taut as she gripped the table hard. Helen's mouth stayed open, gasping long and hard, as were her eyes. Her eyes stayed wide open like she was equally captivated by how thick my boss's cock was inside her. I could only imagine what she was feeling. Her assessment was always that my sex with her wavered from average to nonsense. I doubt she thought the same about Obadiah. He grabbed a fistful of her hair and kept hammering into her like she was meant to please him, to be his bitch and whore like every other man's wife working under him. We were his slaves to do away with however and whenever he wanted. If he wanted to fuck any woman during workday minutes, neither of us would question his motive. Obadiah pulled out at the last minute and splashed his cum over my wife's buttock. Helen's body broke into a sudden spasm, and then she squirted on the table while maintaining her balance. Never have I witnessed her climax like this, at least never with me. Get over here and clean your whorewife's pussy for me, boy, Obadiah demanded. It's about time you get a taste of my essence. I had never attempted such, but I was too cowardly to say no to him. I approached Helen and held her waist while slurping Obadiah's come off her flesh, listening to her moans. Obadiah took a moment to recuperate before wearing back his clothes. I finished my cleanup and helped Helen to her feet. She went over to hug my boss. Wouldn't you want me to clean your cot for you, sir? Not now, bitch, Obadiah smiled and pawed her booty. Duty calls. But have your sissy husband drop you off at my place tomorrow, he knows where I reside. Don't you, white boy, he addressed me. Yes, sir, I said while wiping cum stains off my chin with my handkerchief. I will do that after work. Good. Now let's head downstairs and enjoy the party. You two go downstairs and enjoy yourselves. Obadiah adjusted his bow tie and shirt before slipping into his jacket while I led Helen out of his office. She waved goodbye to him and blew him a kiss before I shut the door. Her footsteps were unsteady as we made for the elevator. My God, he's way, way bigger than any cock I've ever had, she exclaimed as we approached the elevator, and then smiled at me and said, now you see why it was a good thing I left my panties at El Dorado, babe? Yeah, I muttered as I pressed the button for the elevator. I do see, indeed. The elevator doors opened and we stepped inside and returned to the party downstairs. Neither of us was missed downstairs, though I knew that come the following week, everyone in the office would know what happened at Obadiah's office tonight. Listen to this episode and other wild erotic cuckold tales on Shango's Zone podcast on Spreaker, 
Apple Podcast, Spotify, and elsewhere. Visit my website, DamienDesoul.com to check out my books, blog, and also to participate in my forum. Do leave a comment and tell me whether you enjoyed the tale or not. Take good care of yourself, and goodbye for now.